Hey, I want to invite you guys, if you've been listening to this podcast and enjoying this content and are passionate about protection, you should know that we have an entire library of all of the protector symposiums that we've ever done uh, hosted at protectornation.com. You can go there and you can download those and you can watch every protector symposium we've had to date there online and you can learn protection tactics from the most, some of the most elite trainers in the world from the comfort of your own home. I think you'll be surprised about how much content we actually have there. Uh, It's very, very, very reasonably priced and you can upgrade your protection skills. Remember, protection is not all about the hard skills. 90% of it is all about the software, the programming, the way you see and move in the world to achieve a safer pattern of life. With that having been said, go to protectornation.com, join us there, learn from the best of the best. Now, enjoy the show. Boom, what's going on, you guys? I am super stoked for this event. Thanks so much for joining me here on our own personal uh, social media platform. This is kind of something that we're doing that's new, that's going to be kind of our place. Um, I think something that is lesser known about the Protector Nation is the real value. Like the training is amazing. The, The access to superior training and all that stuff is awesome. But really what I think makes this organization so special is the brotherhood, right? Being around other protectors. And I think what is most important about that is, um, and what's actually really difficult to approach in the marketing, because I am who I am in the private security industry, is just that this is for everyone, right? I get sent thousands of videos, like literally thousands of videos, probably a month, you know, hundreds of videos, you know, and... Every single one of those videos, in every single one of those videos, is someone who thought that that situation they're experiencing could have never happened to them, right? And so the Protector Nation is kind of my answer to that, right? Um, The Protector Nation is kind of a way that I can serve the world as a warrior, that we can serve the world as warriors, that we can serve the world as protectors. Uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to talk a few about a few different things. Uh, we'll get into kind of who this is for, who the Protector Nation is for. We'll talk about kind of the mission of the Protector Nation, get into some current events and why I put the card together the way I did. You know, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll briefly touch on the certification that you guys are going to get uh, when you go through this course and how powerful that is. There's a bonus class that we just added to the Protector Symposium that I'm super stoked about. And then ultimately, we have a few raffles I'm going to let you guys know about. And then finally, we'll get into uh, just a little bit of a Q&A, which is just a time for you guys to be able to ask uh, me any questions you may have about the event. And then we're going to go ahead and kick this bad boy off, man. Uh, the Protector Symposium is coming up in seven days. Um, if you guys go check the website right now, you can still get tickets. And if in case you don't have that website, I'm just going to go on ahead and give it to you. And it's protectorsymposium.com. So pull that up in your browser because uh, bah, 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 bah. Uh, we are going to go through that website as we look at these instructors that we have. 
they're gonna that are gonna be here training with us and making themselves available. You know, I always say that the Protector Symposium is literally a once in a lifetime training opportunity, and that is not marketing. That is one hundred percent the truth. Um, the instructors that we have at this event, you know, the other six instructors that you guys are going to get to learn from, um, if you were to price out going to train with them, if you were to try to go to one event that was going to give you access to all of them, it just doesn't exist. The Protector Symposium is the only event you can get it is interdisciplinary experience like what we do. And so that's kind of was my approach. Like, how can I create something that gives people tremendous value in an extremely short amount of time um, and that can help them get their protection skills to the next level? Now, something else that's little known is that on this platform right here, the Protector Symposium is always going 24-7, 100 uh, year round. And that's through the library, right? So if you look around on this platform on your little uh, menus on the right, you can see on the on the left, you can see uh, Protector Symposium 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, all the way up to 6 where we're at now. You can get those libraries, you can download those, and you can learn from, I think we're at well over you know two dozen instructors uh, presenting on various topics, everything from CCW operations, uh, behavioral profiling. Um, you know, we have, uh, you know, one of the instructors was shot, you know, was it seven or nine times with a 45? And he talks about his mindset and how he pushed through that altercation um, and won the fight, right? We talk about, um, we have, you know, Tony Blauer talking about understanding and knowing fear, like anything and everything from literally throwing knives to, um, to, to how to fight inside a car is on this platform platform right now for you guys to go and check out and download. But to get into this upcoming protector symposium, you know, I really want to talk about who this is for uh, because, you know, it's one of the things that I've found a lot of, um, it's been like one of the hardest things to tackle with my marketing, right? Uh, one of the greatest compliments I get at this event, and I got guys in the field, so when I look at my watch, it's because they're sending me messages, um, is when I have like a 110-pound single mom. And if you go to my social media platform, you will see you know, some of the ladies that have come and trained with us, right? Uh, when I have a 110-pound single mom come up to me after the event, she's like, this training legitimately changed my life. And then I turn around and I have, you know, a CIA or, or a guy that's got, you know, a deep enough background where he can't even tell me uh, what his background is. And he's like, yo, this event was awesome. I learned so much here. That's the beauty of this brand. And that's what's really hard to tackle. My marketing team hates it because I'm like, look, they're, they're like, who's your ideal avatar? I'm like, there is no ideal avatar. My ideal avatar is... Those people who have the protection DNA, those people who feel in their heart or realize that they need to up their protection quotient, their PQ. Um, and people arrive at that conclusion in a number of different ways, right? Uh, they arrive at that conclusion either because they just have that. They're the person who was not going to let themselves uh, going to let their friend get picked on when they're in third grade. They're out on the playground. Someone's picking on your friend. You're the guy that would step in. I don't care where your day job is. I don't care if you're working at the bank or Starbucks or construction or, you know, coaching a cheerleading team. It doesn't matter. But you have that thing in you to where no one's going to be victimized while you're there on your watch, right? You have that protection DNA. My job 
is to execute on the mission that I, my God-given mission on this planet, right? Um, which I believe is to multiply protectors, multiply the meek on the, in the world, those who know how to use a sword but don't have to, multiply the white blood cells in the body of humanity, right? And that's what I believe protectors are. Uh, like I tell you guys, like not only am I a private security professional, so my job is to look into the future and mitigate risk, risk and lower people's risk profiles in life. So I get paid, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, up, well upwards of hundreds of thousands of dollars per year by people to look into the future and mitigate risk for their corporations and their families. That's who I am. I'm that guy. Right. Then on the other side, you have the social media. Right. You guys know I do tactical protection reviews. If you go to my YouTube channel, you can see well over, I think we're getting close to or around to, I don't even count because I'm sprinting an unknown distance because this is what I really believe to do, uh, to do with it from the bottom of my heart, right? So I've got well over 100, probably something like 200 videos online um, that are all tactical protection reviews. It's one of the best free educations you can get in how to live a safer pattern of life, right? And so people know that I do those. So they send me these videos constantly of attacks and different things that take place uh, in the world. And so I'm looking at these things and I'm seeing a lot of people that don't realize, that never, that have never thought that that situation uh, would happen to them. And that is my world. That's the lens I come from. And I believe my, my mission as a warrior is to multiply protectors in the world, right? Law enforcement in 99% of those altercations does not get there in time. 99% of those altercations when it comes to civilians. I would almost say, I don't know if I've even seen one where all of a sudden the cops arrive and save the day. There are plenty of videos from cops uh, interacting and intervening. But if you're on the civilian side of things, you know, I tell you these things, you know, the, the, the chances that police, right, who are not your personal security, they are there to police people, right, which is two different missions, um, are going to arrive and save you in the heat of the moment. You better make that heat of that moment. Uh, I mean, it's got to last long enough for, for them to get there, right, in reality. And I think there's a false sense of security and a false reality that a lot of civilians walk around in as they think that, you know, maybe our training's too much. So I, I, I want you guys to know that at least my belief and what I live and what I see as I am on the side of protection that, that is professionally looking at mitigating risk and understanding these equations um, there's a false sense of security that people that people uh, live with, and it makes them vulnerable, right? You know, if I was going to be completely honest with you, you know, I would say, as I look at a lot of these situations, you know, I kind of think to myself, like, man, you know, you had your whole life, you know, and I would never blame a victim, right? But at the same time, I look at this and I'm like, security is your responsibility. Do you have car insurance, right? Do you uh, plan for things that you hope never will happen, but you know you need to be able to deal with or survive or mitigate, right? This is what we do as adults, and protection is no different than any of that. If you had your whole life, 
And then one day you find yourself crouched down in the back of a 7-Eleven, hoping that some guy doesn't do something to you or your family, or there's a home invasion and you just have to hope. And that was one of the reasons that I stopped, that I, that I also have had so much conviction about CCW operations and making sure that I was formidable and physically strong and things like that was just like, I just, because I've seen evil, you know, um, I guess I should go a little bit into my background, but I was a United States Marine, infantry, uh, two combat deployments. Then I got into private security. Um, and in my first year, we hit 60 different countries. So I've operated all upwards of 70 different countries internationally conducting private security operations. So I've seen lots of evil. And I started in private security since 2008. Uh, the Marine Corps, war, and private security internationally uh, are the only jobs I've had as an adult human. The only thing I've ever done is war and protect people. And so, you know, I, I see these, these, these people struggling with these things. And I'm like, man, you know, like you had your whole life to get ready for this moment. But if you've never had, and here's the civilian dilemma, if you've never had a situation that taught you how important it is to be able to plan for that situation, would that situation really be real to you? You know, and that's what I think a lot of civilians struggle with is like, I've never been jumped. Like I've never been mugged. I've never, you know, meanwhile, certain protectors like us, um, you know, I've seen the world, I've seen the carnage, I've seen, you know, moms chop their kids' hands off so they can make their kids go beg and make a living for the family, like in other countries. You know, I've seen, you know, what happens after dark, you know, in a lot of these places and now in LA, you know? So, you know, I, what I wanna create is a platform where everyone's, everyone is invited and everyone can get the protection skills they need no matter where they come from, no matter what their skill level is. Like when you come to the Protector Symposium, you're going to be in a squad of people who are going to learn together. That's going to be your squad. And it's going to be a small squad of like 10 people, max 15. And so you're going to get a high touch experience of training. Um, the instructors are going to have time to say, hey, bro, you're doing good. Try this technique. Uh, hey, let me help you. It looks like you've never done this before. Let me show you how to do this and spend a little time with you. And you're going to have literally half a day with these guys, with each and every one of these instructors where they're going to meet you where you're at. And they're going to take you from, in some cases, zero to hero or meet you at hero and take you to, you know, Valhalla, whatever it is you're going next, you know? So, um, you know, that's really kind of the problem I'm wanting to approach here is no matter what your background is, whether you're a professional protector, uh, whether you're a civilian, no matter who you are or where you're at in your protection, uh, really development, 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 evolution or career, uh, the protector symposium, whether it's the courses we have here online and or the in-person courses, um, there's just so much here for you. And the other thing about the in-person courses is it is literally a family. And that gets into kind of the mission of the protector symposium is I really want to create like an international network of protectors. This is my heart. This is really my mission. You're going to go to Rome, you know? Yeah. You've got your, you, you know, you've got your vacation destination. You've got everything planned, but what if there were people in the protector nation in Rome that you could be like, Hey, uh, you know, uh, the Rome, the chapter in Rome, you know, like, Hey, we're going over there agent, you know, five two nine or whatever that person's, you know, um, uh, call sign is, you know, like, wouldn't it be awesome if we can create an international network of good people who want to protect other people and have trained to be formidable? Wouldn't that make the world a safer place? 
Um, you know, if, if, if something happens in a 7-Eleven one day and you hear the criminal, the same way they talk about having armed security in certain venues, well, I didn't pick that venue because the guy had a, a Protector Nation shirt on behind the counter, or there was a dude in there with a Protector Nation hoodie on, or there was, there was a, uh, the nation had a, a sticker on, on the window, you know, like different things like that. Like I want to, I want, I want evil to fear good. You know, there's a song out this with this, one of these pop singers and She's like, I'm the bad guy. And it just kills me because I'm like, you know what? Like, like I want to be good guys that are just like, I want the enemy's heart to melt in his chest like butter when he sees us. You know what I'm saying? Like, because good is more powerful than evil. Factually, light expels darkness. And the more formidable, meek human beings that are able to do things, that understand these tools and understand how to live, most importantly, a safer pattern of life, the safer the world gets. The more we don't see these body counts in the double digits when one human goes active and no one else in the environment knows how to protect the environment. And we literally have to give the bad guy carte blanche over the whole entire area until a good person shows up. And that's really the mission that's what we're here to stop. I want good people to be more willing, capable, and prepared to be able to deal with evil, you know. And uh, that comes through the training. That comes through through the brotherhood. That comes through relationships. And this kind of is really where the relationships comes in. When you come to these events, that's one of the biggest things, and that's why we created this social media platform. You're going to be part of a family for a weekend. You know, I have I have plenty of guys. Yo, Howie. Yeah, I see you. Same here. Many, uh, many people think the police will be there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an absolute joke, my man. Michael, uh, no LEO has a legal obligation to protect us. Let us be peaceful yet uh, formidable. One hundred percent peaceful yet formidable. Um, and uh, yeah, man. So like when you come to these events, you are literally coming into a family. And some of these guys that have been here to our facility and have been part of some of our training, they know that feeling. And now with the protector nation, it's the same type of feeling. You spend a weekend learning, training, and being part of uh, a body of professional students. By the end of this thing, people are going to say, this changed my life. Uh, I don't want it to end. Oh my gosh, I have to go back to normal life because you literally get to unplug. We're together in the middle of the desert. You know, you get a hotel, you get a hotel, you'd be all right, you'd be all right. But when it's training time, you're just hanging with your friends and it's just this beautiful kind of professional student friendly uh, environment. And we're going to have a blast together and people make relationships during these events that they literally keep for the rest of their lives. Honestly, like they keep these relationships for the rest of their lives. So the strength of the pack is the wolf. The strength of the wolf is the pack. I was sitting there doing a consultation for um, a high net worth family and they had everything. They had the best bunkers. They had underground oxygen, food, ammo, all the uh, bells, whistles, trinkets, even livestock, all the stuff, all the madness we say. But they, they look me in the eyes and they're like, okay, so what happens after we survive? And I'm like, and they're like, you know, like after we come up, you know, after the event happens and we come up, you know, and, 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 and then what do we do? And I was like, well, you start a gang. <laughs> you start, you have to unify a group of people who have honor behind a vision 
because otherwise everything that you have consolidated goes to, goes to other people. And now what we face in this world is this really interesting situation and scenario where if I would have said to you a few weeks later, I mean, a, a few years earlier that like, Hey, like, you need to build into, into your emergency management plan social unrest. You need to build into your emergency management. Uh, you need to have a catastrophic emergency management plan above your standard emergency management plan. Like the fires in Lahaina, like catastrophic, right? Uh, I mean, the fires this year, you know, Oregon's on fire, Washington's on fire. Like so much of the United States was on fire. There are these really... Um, powerful uh, natural disasters that are taking place that are off the charts and that have been unseen before, right? Social unrest, George Floyd period of time, pandemic. These are periods of time where there's so much social unrest. How many people that never thought they'd be in that position do you think were in a position they never thought that they would be in? Again, videos all constantly of families trying to drive home that are surrounded by mobs and now have to figure out what to do. And because maybe they have the wrong colored skin, they're now getting bullied by a mob and their families. Like they're not combatants, they're families, you know? What gets me excited is being able to equip people with the skills necessary to safely navigate situations like that, right? So, um, you have the World Economic Forum training for an, uh, an EMP, an electromagnetic pulse. You have talk, the same group talking about a cyber attack that shuts the internet down, right? This is my world. This is what I'm paid to understand, see, and mitigate for the people who I represent, right? So I'm familiar with these things that are on the horizon. Um, we are going into an election year. What presidential candidate could win the election and there wouldn't be social unrest? Maybe the most popular candidate in the world, uh, the most popular presidential candidate in the world, uh, Joe Biden wins. And the other side decides, you know what, it's time. It's time. It's time to take the country back, right? What if Trump loses? You know, what if Trump wins? And the other side just does what they do, which is, you know, burn things down indiscriminately and, and like what they've done in the past. Right. So there's a high probability, um, you know, that we may have to go through things together in the next few years. And it is for that reason I chose to put the card together for the Protector Symposium the way I did with these instructors. And this is why I named this symposium Apocalypse. As you see, if you go to the library, every single Protector Symposium has a different, um, it has a different, a different theme. It has a different kind of target for training, right? Let's see what Michael, Michael Harris is saying. All of us need a tribe of like-minded protectors, a plan to live and maintain your purpose and resources. 100%, man. Dropping that wisdom in there. Dropping that wisdom in there. I love it. Um, and that's what this is. This is. This network is a supplement to your plan, your emergency management planning, and all those different things. And to help you understand where like-minded make relationships with like-minded people who are on the same track. Um, and the protector symposium is where you get to press the flesh behind that. Right. Uh, let's see here. D DK. What if, uh, another pandemic occurs? Let me move my screen so I can see you guys. 
How do I affect the private security industry with this most recent one? How do I, you know, well, we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to come back to that question because that's completely in a different direction. But um, yeah, we'll talk about private security a little bit and pandemics. Um, But, you know, so as we look out onto the, you know, the, the time horizon of just the next, right now you have the BRIC nations talking about replacing the dollar and some say it'll never happen. Some say we are in a really bad position. Um, I know that when many smaller units get together, they can really jack up a big unit, right? Um, so all I know is history is full of events that have never happened before. And so the most valuable asset we can all have are skills that can help us navigate black swan events that have never happened before and each other. And that's really what the protector nation is all about. And that's why I put together the black swan package with the instructors that we chose, which I'm super, super excited about you guys. So let me pull up my second video here. Boom, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited. It is officially time for the Protector Symposium 6.0 Apocalypse coming at you. This Protector Symposium is different than any other symposiums I've put together because this one is geared towards and designed to help you not only with the skills that you may need to survive a one-on-one or force-on-force encounter, but it's also designed to give you the principles and tactics and strategies that you're going to need to protect your family in the face of a number of different uh, catastrophes that we are facing. We have an amazing lineup this year, which is designed to deliver that value to you. Thomas Coyne Survival School, one of the top survival schools in the world, uh, employed by a number of top agencies. We've got John Burke coming in, who's one of the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu family's first black belts, U.S. black belts uh, in the game. He's been doing what he's been doing for many decades and teaching some of the top agencies. We've got Ed Calderon teaching something that is special. I don't know if you can get this course anywhere else, uh, to be completely honest with you, he's gonna be teaching urban disruption. So what happens if you're occupied by a larger force? What if we are invaded? Or what if it's just that, you know, the grid goes down, uh, the collapse of the dollar takes place, the protective driving package by none other than the infamous Rick Sweeney, who's the best executive protection instructor I've personally ever sat under. He conducts operations in high-risk areas. So Rick specializes in high-risk executive protection operations overseas in environments that are non-permissive and um, places like that. And one of the primary tools you have to know how to use is a vehicle, right? Next up, we've got the infamous Craig Douglas, a personal favorite SME to work with. Uh, He's a gentleman, he's a scholar. He has been teaching agencies one-man CQB. And one-man CQB is something we touch on multiple times because it's the hardest type of CQB. Last but not least, we've got (laughs) someone I've been wanting to work with for years, the infamous Clint Emerson, right? 100 Deadly Skills, man. Amongst many other seminal works in the protection industry. So it is time for the Protector Symposium 6.0. I am so excited to bring this to you. The theme is apocalypse as we face a number of different catastrophes in the world. And I look forward to making this one another amazing symposium with you guys. So until then, I look forward to shaking hands with you guys. I look forward to training with all you guys and having another amazing event. This is Byron Rogers, protected by nature and by trade, reminding you to be peaceful, but not harmless. Out. Yo, go to protectorsymposium.com to get your tickets while they last. They're going to run out. This event is a once in a lifetime training opportunity, literally.
Mike, yo, big thanks for uh, making sure I knew what was going down in Chinatown with the, with the video, man. So let's get into the instructors and then we'll break into some questions for you guys. Ed Calderon. I think you guys by now know who Ed Calderon is, man. Uh, he is a brother, like close, close, close brother of mine. Uh, we have been together on a number of protector symposiums. I love Ed Calderon because his stuff is just so real world. Uh, Ed's manifesto, and he comes from left field. So there's a lot of military teaching out there. There's a lot of law enforcement stuff. But Ed has fought against the cartels in one of the most uh, in one of the fastest evolving battle spaces in the world, Mexico. The tactics, everything's changing down there. It's one of the most. Uh, highly sophisticated battle spaces. So that's where he brings this knowledge from. From Now, what Ed's going to be teaching us is something that Ed has really not released to the public. And it has to do with, you know, I have to be, be careful how I approach this, this, uh, this course because it has to do with everything that you would want to know if we're being occupied by a larger force. Um, so let's say there is social unrest and let's say that the gangs in your neighborhood started to get organized and we're coming down the street. Uh, let's say an EMP goes off and you are dealing with large numbers of people. Let's say we're invaded, you know, uh, let's say, you know, it's a time like what we dealt with, with riots, the George Floyd riots, or that, uh, you know, that the election goes either way and whoever it is who doesn't care who you voted for are coming down the street and they're breaking into houses, right? Let's say there are any of those situations going on. How do you stop a larger force? You're at home with your family. Have you done this? The, the, have you taken the necessary steps to make sure you have things that can do that? Do you know how to use the things inside your home to be able to do that? Do you know how to unify people behind a vision to get you and your neighbors on the same page to be able to set in the different ambushes and ways to address a crowd to do that? Um, can you stop a vehicle that's trying to come down your road? Uh, we're going to talk about urban disruption tactics, right? And it's something he's lived because one of the main things that you see a lot down there is you see a lot of uh, people having to do more with less, right, uh, down there in Mexico. So he's literally one of the most perfect guys to be teaching us what the up-to-date guerrilla warfare or urban disruptive tactics really truly are. Uh, this is going to be an extremely valuable course. Um, I'm so honored to be able to bring it to the game. Uh, we've got Craig Douglas. Craig Douglas is one of my favorite instructors. He's a scholar. He's a gentleman. He's one of my favorite guys to work with. I've got, I've worked with Craig Douglas uh, on a few of these symposiums, but every time he comes back and he teaches a different uh, subject matter, a different discipline. This discipline is by far one of the most relevant and important disciplines for protectors. How to move through a building with your firearm so that you uh, how, to, uh, how to move through a building with your firearm safely. It's urban movement with a firearm. So it's essentially, I, I want to call it one man CQB, and I call it that for the marketing purposes that people will recognize this type of, of course and doctrine. But the reality is it's solo movement. It's solo structure movement with a pistol. So uh, if something goes down, are you going to be able to run to your vehicle, get your long rifle, throw on your kit, and go back in? Maybe. 
but there's also a, probably a higher chance that you're going to be sitting there with your CCW and you're going to be inside that building where you're going to need to act. And it's going to be you and your CCW. And maybe there's one other guy somewhere around who might be able to flow with you, but he probably won't be able to flow. You know what I mean? It's going to be you and your CCW. And that's who's probably going to have to fight your way out of that building. And, or if you choose that today's the day, fight your way into that building. And so this whole entire course is on, one of the foundational disciplines that every single CCW owner should be training, but probably never does because they probably never get the chance to because I really don't know a lot of people training you one man pistol dynamics, how to move through a structure. And it's well thought out. He's a former narcotics officer. His call sign is South Narc. He's a legend in the space. All of his courses come from real world experience and he's experienced on the job. Uh, if you're ever looking for good blade work or clinch fighting tactics, like how to fight in a car, his course will give you superpowers. Literally, if you know how to fight in the car and the other guy doesn't, I don't care what martial art he knows, it's, he's going to have a, you, you're probably going to crush him. So, Craig Douglas is, is one of my favorites, very dangerous man. So you're going to learn a solo structure clearing with your pistol uh, from Craig Douglas. Thomas Coyne has been teaching um, agencies, military forces, and all the other cool guys survival tactics for well over a decade. Um, one of my good buddies in the private security industry just did his Alaskan, indigenous Alaskan survival course. Okay, so... This course, you had to survive in Alaska with nothing, like as if you're like indigenous, right? So um, this guy's the real deal. You're not going to just learn the, the, the usual, um, you know, I don't know, what the, the stuff they teach at some of these courses where you're like, oh, here we go again. You're going to learn specifically bugging in and bugging out. What do you need to put in your backpack? What do you need to take with you if you and your family have to bail? What should you already have packed and consolidated? What do you need to make sure you have at your house if you and your family are going to go hard in your house and you're going to stay and you need to survive? He's going to teach you how to make it comfortable after your AC goes off, how to get power, how to create a solar power generator for your house, how to create your own communication network, like all the stuff, right? So Thomas Coyne is legit. He's going to be dropping savage knowledge on all those things. When a little less tactical, a little more survival because ultimately you can know how to shoot and do all that stuff. But you're going to need these skills just as bad, if not worse, right? And if you understand these skills, you can help the tribe with all of that. Uh, Clint Emerson, the infamous uh, 100 Deadly Skills, world-renowned Navy SEAL, done some spy work, maybe, kind of guy. But he's got an amazing brand. He helps thousands of people every single year. He's going to be your keynote speaker, and he's going to be talking about risk assessments, Something that I don't think a lot of civilians really think about. And the way I structure the Protector Symposium is, it's, is that Friday is in-class soft skills. Saturday and Sunday are field days where you go out in the field and you actually implement these skills. And I did it that way because the soft skills are really what save your life, right? The soft skills are really what give you the edge. Um, and so actually being able to understand risk, how to actually run the risk equation on the move, and how to look at your pattern of life and understand where your risk profile is, you know, and where the areas of elevated risk are. It's a skill we use in private security all the time that every civilian in the world should have. John Burke, one of my favorites, uh, he is one of the first Gracie family black belts in jiu-jitsu, one of the first black belts they ever give, one of, one or, one of the first two, um, if not the first one. 
that they gave to an American and uh, he's just an awesome man but he is rewriting curriculum for a number of agencies in the United States for open hand tactics and how to control somebody and sort of open hand survival tactics and self-defense tactics he's going to give you a few specific and simple techniques and tactics to help you control someone um, and survive an, uh, a hand-to-hand encounter we're not going to do any full-on sparring you know, people don't know each other that well, but we're going to make sure that everyone walks away. He's an amazing instructor. We've had him out at the league um, and he's an amazing instructor. He's going to make sure everyone safely understands how to control another human being in a life and death situation with nothing in their hands, which is the way we are most of the time. Right. Rick Sweeney is one of, if not, he's the best um, executive protection instructor I've ever sat under. He is our training director at the League of Executive Protection Specialists. There's only a few spots left for Rick Sweeney's course. That is the tactical, the protective driving course, because we can only take 12 people. So uh, this course is selling out for sure. And if you want one of these, you probably should just go ahead and grab, grab, you know, get on the payment plan or whatever, grab that ticket tonight because it will be gone by the morning. But this is the highest level of driving training available to the civilian public. The people who go to, you know, are from different agencies and law enforcement organizations go through our training. They always come back and say the same thing. I've never done it like this. This is some of the best training we've ever gotten. Um, And so that protective driving course is going to be going at the same time as the other field days, but the protective driving course is going to take place Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So it's a little bit longer of a commitment because we're not going to cram uh, vehicle dynamics, contact driving, where we're, you're actually going to be hitting each other in cars, ramming through barricades and making contact um, and our role vehicle. We're not going to cram all that into two days. We want to do it safely and effectively so you get all the reps you need to retain everything. And then ultimately, I will be running the entire event. I have a presentation on Friday about living a safer pattern of life and all that good stuff. Um, but I don't want to talk about me. I've been talking about me the whole entire time. Some videos and different things like that you can see on the website. Uh Boom, there's your price for just the classroom day. Just the classroom day, that's just Friday. And then if you're going to stay with us for the weekend, and then if you're going to take that driving course. So it's the most affordable pricing you can get for an event of this magnitude, you guys. So let me stop sharing my screen. Let's see. Oh, we do have a few raffles uh, that I should tell you about. Oh, oh, and we have a bonus class. I almost forgot my notes. I got to look at my notes. Get your questions ready. I'm going to get on those questions here in a second. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, we do have Angstead Arms. Uh, one of my favorite rifle companies is going to be kicking down a raffled. A, I'm not going to say what a rifle is because I'm not 100% sure, but it's a good one. <laughs> they make good stuff. So you'll have a chance to win a rifle. Uh, who else is doing a raffle? I have a pretty awesome knife company that's going to be kicking down a, bla- a couple blades for us. And then we have a bonus course. You're going to get a shotgun breaching course from Genesis Arms after the, the first night. So you'll do your, your Friday in the auditorium. We'll all learn from the instructors. Saturday, we go out. We train in the field. You do five hours in the morning with one instructor, five hours in the, in the evening with the other instructor. And then we all have a huge bonfire and shoot some of the best shotguns in the world and literally teach you how to mechanically breach a door uh, with shotguns. And then we all just hang out. You know, and I'm just there hanging with you guys, training with you guys, side by side with you guys, learning with you guys. It's 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 such an amazing experience. Um, and then we have some raffles we're gonna do, um, and then you will get a certification with every single one of those brands on it. So you'll have you know uh, Craig Douglas, Ed Calderon, Thomas Coyne, 
my brand for the driving school. It'll have every single brand on it and it'll explain what you've gone through and the hours that you've gone and, and, and the different training. So it'll be a pretty awesome certification that literally no one else will ever be able to get again. So that's going to happen. I've got uh, some other really amazing things that all of you are going to get uh, for participating as well. So boom, that's the protector symposium. I hope you'll come and join us and train with us. We've made it as affordable as possible. So let's get into some questions here real quick. Um, DK, I said I would come back to you. I wonder if I can click on that. I can't click on that. I kind of can. Yeah, what's up, DK? Cool. So what if another pandemic occurs? How do I affect the private security industry with this most recent one? Um, I can tell you right now, I don't quite understand your question. Um, I might need you to rephrase it, but... uh, I can tell you, brother, um, the last pandemic gave, gave me more work than I knew what to do with. Some professionals that had uh, clients that were tied to the event, such as acting, singing, talent, performers, essentially. Um, some businesses got hit really hard and had to downsize, but a lot of my clientele started ratcheting up their security because they were just like, look, like... We need to protect our brick and mortar facilities, our home, and our VIPs. You know, like, so I ended up with more work. I had to give work away to my buddies. Like, I was like, dude, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with this. I had people calling me asking me for four or five, six man teams, um, like that day, you know. So all of the social and um, societal unrest, it ups the fear index. And when the fear index is higher, people start wanting to protect their assets. And that's when I've noticed that certain aspects, most, a lot of more private security starts getting hired and people get way more serious about their teams. So I look at the pandemic as a tragic, horrible thing um, that does give the private security more validity and more work because people are afraid and people, they want their own personal security forces, right? Like I said, law enforcement, they police the public. But when you have your own security force that's there to secure you and secure your facility and or secure your humans, that's a whole different mission. Those people are focused on protecting you. Law enforcement's focused on trying to keep a presence in an area to make sure those people don't break laws and enforce those laws. You can correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Harris. He, you know, he, he, you know, he's like he's one of the big brothers in the game. He's been he's he's our LEO guy. But the mission's different. You don't have a cop following you around being like, sir, ma'am, let me get the door, like make sure one arm's distance. You know what I mean? Like you don't have that happening, happening, right? So a lot of people who have assets want that happening for them. They want a security force now. So things are things are evolving very nicely in terms of the growth of the industry. Um, uh, some way which church. Oh, okay. Howie, same way with churches. I attended a large church and there are many security challenges. Yo, Howie, church security um, is one of the is, is one of the most legit types of security in the game. I've done church security all over the world. A lot of that traveling was with a major evangelical ministry, missions trips, different things like that. Um, and when it comes to churches, you're dealing with the possibility for the reality that churches attract people and want the broken. They want people with the issues. They're hospitals for people. So broken, hurting people come there, which means you're going to have issues, right? Then you have ideological subversion, ideological opposition you have to deal with. You have um, the probability for uh, for uh, domestic 
violence issues that can erupt and can be extremely violent. You have, you know, people trying to take advantage of the charity of the church. You have so many, you have kids you have to watch out for and protect. Like there's so much that can go on, you know, and you have your, um, um, your, you know, you have your mentally uh, ill population you have to manage. Church security is legit, legitimate, legitimate security. Uh, let's see here. Da, da, da. You know, there's a good manual on urban defense at John, John Specker, John, at, at this website. Yo, Scott, thanks. As well, up that ally, that ally, ally of Ed's courses this year. Okay. Develop in March last year. Okay. So there's a good uh, document up at John, at this website that Scott's recommending that also has a lot of content that uh, is synonymous with Ed's. It's got a serious snack. Yeah, one of these, yo, John Burke. John Burke ain't no joke, man. I knew, I, I asked me how I knew, G, you was talking about John Burke. Um, let's see, Michael, what type of clothing and equipment should we bring to this training? Great question. So for the first day, just be comfortable. You know, you'll be in a, you'll be in a big movie theater uh, with all of us. I might wear some kind of snazzy, you know, because I'm gonna be on film and it's the film's gonna live forever, right? But you guys, be comfortable. Be comfortable. I mean, if I would, depending on where I was at, you know, sometimes I look at everything as a job as a job, you know, as a as a as an interview. So you know, looks look nice, meet people. Uh, you can go business casual, but you can also go casual casual. It ain't like anybody's tripping, you know. So. Just come and be around the family. As far as Saturday, Sunday, uh, if you're going to be training, wear clothes you don't mind getting messed up in. Wear clothes you don't mind going to the mat room and then going out in the field and learning uh, urban disruption, you know, in the middle of the desert. You know, Uh, we do have some classrooms. so You guys won't be out there in the elements, elements. Uh, But for some of the courses, you will be. So, you know, some good military cargo pockets, cargo pants, you know, 5.11 stuff is perfectly fine for all that, honestly. That's the way I would go with it. Yeah, that's what I would say. And then, I mean, when you get to Craig Douglas's course, you'll be inside our houses, you know, clearing those houses, doing the force-on-force thing. So make sure you wear something. If you need a knee pad or two, like, because you're going to take a knee or dive or something, you know, it's not a bad thing to bring that. Uh, Yep, riots and emergencies you are on your own (laughs) you know michael yeah man during the riots and emergencies you're on your own man you're on your own and we're just looking at a situation where a lot of those things can come right uh scott there was just a church in va that had a security team stop an armed guy on site yes there was also another church shooting in california recently Church security is legit, man. This is all there is to, to it, man. Articles on NBC News. Yo, big thanks, Scott. Uh, one, do you need to have LinkedIn as an EP agent? Gee, uh, you do not need to. This is something for our uh, EPS league. Uh, this is something for the for you need you need you know what you need to do, G, is you need to take training day, brother. You need to take training day, and let me teach you all this stuff and get the modules on that because yes, uh, you don't need it. But it'll help your career if you have it and you also know how to make it dynamic. Uh, and you don't have to be a tech guy to know how to make it dynamic. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you some, I'll give you some of the, you know, basically, I mean, if you have a LinkedIn, get it, get it, fill it out all the way. Once it's filled out all the way, you know, have your buddies uh, hop on there, give you some reviews, 
um, do some digital networking, go out into the LinkedInosphere, target people that you want to connect with, like, comment, share, go into all the different LinkedIn groups, uh, share thoughtful articles that other people are writing about private security to have people be like, who is this guy, right? Introduce yourself, right? Get your digital social networking on and it will supercharge your career. But if you're in training day, I gave you the real secret sauce. And 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 Mike's in training day. He knows I ain't giving you all. The, I ain't giving you all the toppings yet, man. I, you know what I'm saying? Uh, do you need to live in the U.S. to pick up work? You need to have a guard card to work in any state. So if you want to work in the state of California, you have to have a Cali guard card, vague uh, Nevada guard card, Florida guard card. You know what I'm saying? And then if you want to carry concealed, you got to get armed, exposed permits, exposed weapons permits and things like that, concealed, you know, all that stuff. So try training day. It's legit. Me and my son follow Byron teachings and you will, you will find work. Yeah, that's the truth. We've helped hundreds of agents get into the private security industry. 100% legit. So good stuff, man. All right, team. I'm getting ready to wind this up, but I want to encourage you guys to go and hit me with any last minute questions as I really kind of start start getting into closing remarks here. Uh, we'll keep this to an hour. I'll be pretty impressed. But um, in fact, let me give you guys, if you guys haven't, I mean, you had to have seen the links for training day because you guys know I'll be dropping mad videos. I know you guys got that, but just in case somebody wants to check it out real quick, I'm going to give you the website to the EPS League, which is my executive protection school. Um, this is where we do all of our executive protection training and we help, we've helped by hundreds of agents into this industry. Um, so nonetheless, in closing, protect your symposiums coming up in like seven days. Obviously the window to get, take advantage of this training opportunity is closing. Um, but I'm not into high pressured sales. Uh, I just want you to know, oh, here we go. Here, here come the questions. Do you thank you for the info and glad that Sam Hines told me about your program. I will add, I will attend the first day. Howie, looking forward to shaking your hand, my man. Looking forward to shaking your hand. I'm looking at that picture so I can try to recognize your face, man. It'll be an honor. It'll be an honor. Outstanding. Um, let's see here, Brian Hernandez. Are your earphones noise reducing uh, rated? Uh, seems like you always... <laughs> Have them on off top. Yeah, but okay, great. Have EDC option. To be completely honest, Brian, I do, man. I, I These people should pay me. Wait till you get to the event. You're going to notice like everyone has these shocks on, man. And I just, I do, I live in a man, you know, because honestly, they're so comfortable. You forget they're on, they're bone conducting. So the sound goes through your, your jaw, uh, this the, your temple, and you can hear everything in your ear. It's like totally cool. Like it's like we're kicking it. And my client, I could be listening to the map while I'm driving my client. Like you know, and it's just like the noise comes from inside your skull. The only problem is they're not as loud as they used to be. The com company used to be aftershocks. Then they got bought out by shocks, and you know what happens when they get bought out, right? They're like passionate little company gets bought out by a big company. They monetize. So now the battery life isn't as long. They're not as loud as they used to be. So. They're still really effective, especially for doing private security stuff. But, you know, if you're going to be in a loud venue like a plane or working out, you want some in, some going in here. Bomb, 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 bomb. Okay, cool. Train day is forever. <laughs> Heck yeah. You will have notes and train 
uh, and training modules when you need to finish uh, when you need to freshen up on your skills. Yes, uh, Michael Harris, Mr. Harris, 100% training day. Uh, the cool thing about that is it's online. You get all the skills you need in order to be successful in this industry. And you uh, you can always go back to those modules. And then you get ongoing mentoring from myself in meetings just like this, except I open it up for the whole class. And you get to ask me any whatever, you know, we, and we have our redo our careers together. We meet twice a month. We're about to have another meeting for the class on Thursday. I'm going to go out to graduate a class that's going through hard skills right now. We'll have another meeting for everyone. It'll be amazing. I love those. Okay. The Huskies for noise canceling. He rolls the <laughs> Scott, you're hilarious. Howie, looking forward to meeting you. Yo, yeah, Mr. Harrison, Howie, I can already tell y'all y'all are gonna have a good time. Uh, great meeting you on the CA post training. Oh, Brian, yeah, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? Uh, looking forward to this event. I'll still use your videos to train my. You still use your videos to train my guys. Give it, yo, Brian. You got to Hey, when we meet, when we meet, when we meet, you got to tell me more about this. Uh, you guys over here networking and thing already. I love it. This is what it's all about, you guys. Uh, he posted them on his Insta along with the PTT buttons. Yeah, I did a, a long time ago. There's a video about it. Uh, I got my shocks. <laughs> What's up? Yo, I need to go hit this company up. They need to pay me, man. Anyways, you guys, much love and respect. The networking's already happening. I can't wait. I can't wait to shake hands and train with all of you. If you haven't gotten tickets to this symposium, get your tickets. Um, it's the best you know, it's the best value for training you're ever going to find. Um, and it's, it's, it's getting you into something that never stops. The brotherhood never stops. The networking like you're seeing happening right now never stops. And it's such an honor and a privilege to be able to, to be able to contribute. So until I see you guys in seven days, it's such an honor. Uh, thank you for making time for this meeting tonight. It really means it's a, such an honor to me. God bless, simplify, see y'all in a bit. Boom. Boom. Quick shout out to our sponsor, Staccato. My first pistol sponsor. Um, I've been sponsored by a lot of companies, right, over the years. But when it comes to pistol, that's my bread and butter. Pistol is something I believe in. You know, I'm a competitive shooter. You know, we're shooting anywhere from, you know, 800 rounds a month type of thing, right? So Staccato being what I believe is one of, if not the most complete handguns you can put in your hand. Um, it's got every component that a handgun could have, should have. Uh, they're actually extremely dependable now that they've made some changes. And these things are straight up tack drivers. If you're looking for a pistol that will do as much of the work for you as a piece of hardware can, obviously you have to have the, the, the marksmanship and all the different things, but different guns perform at different levels. And I wanna say that Staccato is one of by far, for sure, take it from a competitive shooter, we're shooting the highest volumes of rounds constantly right now, not used to have a background guy, but like right now, when you go shoot, you're gonna see certain brands. Staccato is one of, if not the highest performing firearm that is both CCW, duty ready, and also competitive ready. So I wanna give them a shout out if you guys are looking for a good handgun to build your skills on top of, go check out Staccato, much love and respect. Boom. Yo, what up? I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. Hey, listen, in order to get more out of the brand, I want to encourage you to go join us on our social media platforms and join us at protectornation.com. We post different types of content on our different platforms at different times. Uh, you'll get blog posts, you'll get videos, you'll get real world combat engagements and things like that. So stay plugged in in order to get the most out of the brand. In order to support us, 
Also go to protectornation.com and buy something or join forces with me on Patreon. You'll scroll down the homepage and you'll see the link. Uh, anything you can give counts, you know, think about whatever you would lose in your cushions or like spend on McDonald's this month, five bucks a month, whatever it is. Uh, that helps. That helps us make the world a better place by making good people dangerous. Anyways, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. And I'll see you on the next piece of content, whether it's a video or podcast out.